1: and henchmen out there in the geek nation you're listening to spoiler alert i'm johnny destructo with me this week is mark underscore l underscore miller hey yo
0: what's up childish destructivo uh
1: i'm just chilling on the chillin' chillin' sun also with it this week is rob Pady.
2: yeah i'm not doing any of that verbal nonsense
1: oh well yeah yeah don't definitely don't do anything like talking into a microphone for the entertainment of others. That would be...
2: absolutely not. Fuck
1: them. <laughs>
0: Don't do anything childish.
1: <laughs> so we're here to talk about this week's comic books. <laughs> we're going to ruin this week's comic books for you. Here's your spoiler warning. Uh, we're going to be talking about this week's books, a couple of them. And uh, we'll probably just uh, spoil the shit out of them for you. So if you haven't read this week's books... Uh, stop listening to this. I don't know why you you're should here have, to begin with.
0: You should <laughs> and have, it's like, not... when you say that, you should put, like, some loud, blaring, like, annoying, alert, alarm <laughs> thing. Like,
1: <laughs>
0: like, Jim Carrey's voice and all that. All
1: I should that have one stuff. of those, like, uh, you know, the DJ. <laughs> 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 yeah, I love that. <laughs> Everyone loves that.
2: Should, should that we make my... the show more annoying? Yes. <laughs> nothing i mean we we, we, goofy we don't bells just and whistles. Spoil, we don't just spoil the comics because we give away the plot yeah. we just ruin comics
1: yeah yeah if you come into this show liking comic books you're gonna leave hating everything
0: we're the morning drive show yeah. of comic book podcast
1: <laughs> the tiger and the lunatic the, the Woo! Yeah. Herky, herky. hey uh, we got some emails you guys want to hear those
2: well, I sure do, J.D. Let's
1: fire those up. All right. So I know I've noticed that Christopher Goodnight not only has emailed us at at gmail.com as all good listeners should. He also cc'd Rob Patey at Comcast.net. Why bother? <laughs> That's that seems that seems a little bit like a fuck you. I'll be honest.
2: Oh, I think it totally was like if J.D. ignores this shit, you better at least Rob, it. Wow.
1: like he needs a yeah. backup. All right, you should also Goodnight. send
0: it also send it to my AOL account. <laughs> yeah. Oh God.
1: Alright, so Christopher Goodnight. <clears throat> oh, speaking of a fuck you to J D, the name of the email is Could J D be Any More Wrong? Dot 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 oh. And I wrote him back,
2: yes, you have been more wrong oh, many, many times. Yeah. We could so. literally
1: name this show The Fuck Do We Know. And yeah. I, I think it'd be more appropriate. Alright, mm-hmm. so he says There are three Justice League books coming. Justice League Odyssey by Joshua Williamson and Stefan Sejic has Jessica Cruz, Starfire, Asriel, Cyborg, and Darkseid. Justice League Dark by James Tinian and Alvarado Martinez Bueno and Raul Fernandez has Wonder Woman, Zatanna, Swamp Thing, Man Bat, and Detective Chimp. And Justice League by Scott Snyder and Jorge Jimenez has... I'm not sure who all is on the team. I'm really not, I'm really liking No Justice way more than Dark Knight's Metal. Can't wait for this second rebirth with the three new Justice Leagues. Chris St. Saucy, good night. Good night. (laughs) Sweet dreams. (laughs) Good night. Uh, So yes, Uh, I had said that there were, at first I said there were four, (laughs) four Justice League books coming and then I said there were two Justice League books coming. Turns out there's three.
0: You, you almost close. got
2: the right
1: number. Yeah, I was real close.
0: You were circling well, around it. You yeah, eventually yeah. would have got to it.
1: It's not like I run uh, a comic book store and have to order these or anything.
0: Uh, yeah, but you, well, order a,
2: you order a fuck ton of books. I get it, it, Yeah, there's um, a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. And this is so repetitive of where we were after the New 52. Mm-hmm. We've been the Justice League Dark route before. We've been the multi Justice League team before, yeah. so it's
0: easy to get confused, buddy. Don't worry. Thank, thank so you. So instead of Justice, so instead of Justice League America, they canceled that, right? Yes. And so it's it's Justice League intergalactic, and then there's Justice League home team, and then there's a Justice League
1: under your bed. Wonder,
0: wonder what the fuck is going on
1: there? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, so thank you, Christopher. Good night. I, I, I do like that people write in and uh, clarify our, our and mistakes. Correct us. Yeah.
0: Well, I was looking for um, that that ad that they have where it's it's Justice League versus uh, the what do you call it the uh, the bad guys the Legion of Doom.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, and uh, but I think John Stewart is now on the team instead yes. of the two and then um uh I, I don't know. I think I saw Hawk Girl and mm-hmm. and uh John Jones on it. So they have a little bit of a shake up on there. I think it's still Batman and Superman and I don't know if Wonder Woman's on there or not. But yeah, she I, probably yeah.
2: is. Wonder oh. Woman's on it looks like Wonder Woman's on two teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: She's the Wolverine of the
1: Yeah DC
2: yeah. universe. Well
1: yeah especially after her movie did so well.
2: Yeah that's true. And then yeah. is that is that Darkseid Dark Side on Dark Side, um, yeah. Why? I, th-
1: I don't know. Well, I was hoping you would be able to tell me this later on in the show uh, when we talk about Justice League and the Justice number four.
2: Oh, no, none of these people are in that fucking book. Oh, God
1: damn it! I thought it was <laughs> – Oh, no, yeah. There's ties
2: to it. Oh, is it? Shut okay. up. Right. There it really is. Some. It's tangential. Fuck you. All right.
1: All right. Thank you so much Christopher. Goodnight for writing uh, writing us in. You can uh you too out there in in the world of listening to sure. our voices. Can email us at cultspopgo@gmail.com. At uh let's talk about some comic books. I guess we should talk about Justice League: and The Justice Number 4 of 4. It's a 4-issue mini series from DC Comics by Scott yep. Snyder, James and the 4th, Joshua Williamson and Francis Manipole at, on art. Uh, I read the first issue of this, and I think the second issue, and I haven't read three or four. So I'm going to leave it up to you fellows to uh, uh, to 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 convince me. Should I go and read three and four of this series? Take it away, Harley
0: Quinn. Harley Quinn saves the day.
1: No, no, she doesn't.
0: No, she doesn't. Oh, She's thank used. God. Why? no reason. There's yeah. no reason for, her, no to reason
1: for her to be on any team that isn't Suicide <laughs> Squad.
2: I honestly don't know who saved the day. I'm I'm confused. It's their trees grew on Earth like they grew on Kalu, and we stopped the trees by energizing the seeds, and now there's three new Justice Leagues.
0: No, what they did was they they did the thing like with the dog. You know, funny. you know when you know when you're like playing with a dog and you act like you have something, and then you. <laughs> <laughs> throw it and then the dog goes after it. Yeah. But then the, you don't really throw it, but they did it. They actually did throw it. They threw They took the seed and they threw it out there and all the gods went and ate the seeds and they left earth alone.
2: Ah. That's a better explanation. Hmm.
0: So that's what the, and like the Greenlanders came in. Uh, I mean, this was basically this whole series is just basically to kind of show a new status quo. And there's like, a, there are a couple of shakeups that happen. I mean, number one, uh, Veril Dox is out there and he wants to be, wants to top his dad on being the biggest asshole in the universe. So,
1: see, I don't know. Egg.
0: I'm
1: sorry, I'm, <laughs> gonna, I'm I'm here to ask questions. So, Veril Dox, from my limited understanding of, uh, I guess basically anything ever, uh, he was one of the members of the Legion of Superheroes. And I thought he was a good yeah. guy.
0: He's sort of good, but. More of like a selfish prick surrounded by good people.
1: Oh, see, I always thought he was just like the brain of the team or something, but he's—he's he's just sort of he like is. a dickhead who just aligned himself with them. He's the brainy he Smurf
0: always, of the Smurflings.
1: Yeah,
2: he was always the Fraser Crane. Like he's a good guy, but he's kind of an arrogant douche. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, nice.
1: so his the revelation that he's around isn't a threat.
0: He's the Herb Tarlick of the WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> <team>. Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> Oh my I God!
2: Feel <laughs> I felt bad for doing a '90s analogy. You should just kill
0: yourself because you're <laughs> old as fuck. Hey, come on, Lonnie Anderson. Good stuff.
2: Baby, have you ever wondered? Wonder. Dr. No,
0: Johnny no, Fever, no. Venus flytrap. Come on! Oh my God! Yeah. Whatever became of me? Yeah, I back Callback. Yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah, he was—he's just like the—he's the guy that you don't want to root for. He's always causing problems.
1: Okay, but he's not a villain.
0: No, but here they're kind of making him more of a villain. Like That's he what wants I've... to That's what top I've... his dad's like villainy.
1: Douchery? Yeah. Well, he's sure
2: not. He he renounced the name Vril Dox, and he is now Brainiac two point which yeah. is this is yeah. a different status quo for the character than what we what came
0: in Legion ninety one and ninety two. Speaking of the nineties, yeah, that was ninety one. Yeah. Um, anyway, and then it turned into Rebels. Because they lost their legion status, um, but wow. anyway, uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they actually bring a legion back, um, bring that concept back, and maybe make it into something evil. Maybe it started out. We're thinking that maybe the Justice League started out the league, but maybe the Legion, the lead, the Legion of Doom, maybe that originally was the first concept of the Legion of Superheroes.
2: I, sounds like new made-up bullshit but okay it could be well one of the other things anything. that really
0: is sure. prevalent in this issue is this head that's flying around there's a there's a giant head like when Kalu Kalu blows up and so yeah. now you have all these refugees from Kalu all over the place they're like scrawls basically where the scrawl home world is blown up and now they're all over the place um so i'm sure some of those will, guys will come to earth um But there's a head in one of the things they all get into a head that looks like it looks like the head where the Legion of Doom uh, (laughs) or that comes out of the swamp. The head that
2: Brainiac Brainiac flies around in. It does look
0: like the head that Brainiac flies around in. But it also looks like that head in the swamp that rises out of the swamp all the time. And I always kind of wonder about that. It looked like Darth Vader. Remember? Mm hmm. Sure. Um. Anyway, um, so that went on. Wonder Woman um, get, goes to the tree of wonder, and she feels tied to it somehow. And Zatanna and uh, um, and Raven promise to teach her how to like kind of deal with these new. It's some something's taking her towards the dark side. Mm. And then all of a sudden, Black Lightning appears. In a two panel, two or three panel, uh, two or three panels. And basically, um, Batman says, well, I'm going to need you working this from the outside.
1: (laughs) I got that reference
0: for the outside. Good job. (laughs) And then cyborg and starfire said, we're kind of useless characters. So why don't we go into space? (laughs) (laughs) Let's do something. Let's right. go into space. Right.
1: So, in the description from DC Comics, it says, The epic finale that everyone will be talking about, uh, blah, blah, blah. Before the end, new alliances will be forged, and some heroes will be lost forever. Who did we lose forever?
0: Uh, uh, somebody died. Um, uh, <laughs> we didn't lose any. I think the Dark Gods, uh, they ate each other.
2: Green Arrow got a justice league kill box.
0: Oh yeah. Um yeah, John Jones trusts uh Green Arrow with a a box, a secret box. Oh. Because he's the only one that um kind of represented justice on earth when everybody else was frozen in that tree. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um
1: yeah. So what did you so guys look think at, of this issue? I mean, this whole series the four issues. Did you did you like it or was it ridiculous?
0: It feels like they tried to clean up some of the mess from Dark uh dark from metal. Metal? Metal? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. A little
0: bit. A little bit mm-hmm. of a quick fix, I think. Um mm-hmm.
2: Well, what I about mean, they, this other? There's this other thing with the source wall, right? So yeah, the source wall is
0: broken. Yeah,
2: there was, so this prod. Okay, so we got a new Justice League. This also <laughs> wrought, wrought two new threats on the universe, and good, bad, or indifferent. The one being the source wall's exploding, and then all the planets that were um, re-rebigged to their normal size from the uh, shrunken archives of Kalu.
0: Yeah, and so, that's why that's why I'm also thinking of the Legion of Superheroes because remember all they're all from different uh, planets that all have like human like they're like human like characters not alien they're like they're alien like they each have like different kind of powers but uh, that's why I was thinking that that might be a clue to like a Legion of Superheroes.
2: What a bunch of fucking overkill! Who needs this? I
0: know they're just they're opening up the possibilities. All right. There was a better way to do it than with fucking trees. Yeah, the trees, uh, the tree concept was kind of dumb. The whole, the, the whole
2: threats to these planets. These these planets were all fucked up by trees. That's the
0: thing. And it, it, it's said, an anti-environmental comic.
1: I was just getting okay. ready to say that.
0: <laughs> They're trying to tell us that go out and kill knock a tree. down
1: all the trees. We need it's more helpful. condos.
2: It's, it's helpful at this time in America. Yes. Um, and then, then the big thing is a fake-out, like I do with Fergus. Exactly. See? Mm, okay.
1: Sounds like Rob <laughs> didn't like it.
2: I. It's just, what it wrought was interesting. How it got there is just... I like Justice League Dark. Why doesn't Why does a new Justice League Dark with with Detective Chip? Where the fuck was Detective Chip in all this? Yeah, and now we got has nothing got do with League that. Dark. I mean, absolutely nothing to do with it. Yeah.
0: Well, it has the Tree of Wonder. They're probably gonna live in the Tree of Wonder.
2: Oh, st- oh my
0: God. And not in, in a little hole in the Tree of Wonder, in between one of the branches. They'll set up a so little these, table. these
2: four trees still exist. So Bell Reeve still has a big fucking tree in the middle
0: of it. <laughs> yeah, don't mind the tree. Criminals,
2: yeah. Just don't Keep set on, that on fire. Or, well, let's put let's build the arson wing closest to the tree. Let's put all the arsonists <laughs> near There it
0: should. Yeah. Um, Azrael is on is in outer space too because he's useless. I'm looking at this team of like the the Justice League Odyssey, and these are all characters I give no fucks about. Azrael, Starfire, Cyborg, and Jessica Cruz. <laughs> it's like I don't care and, about any and, of those guys.
2: And Dark Side.
0: they should yeah. And Dark Side. they should just call it Dark side or Justice League uninteresting. They are
2: the worst personalities in the DC
0: universe. Right? They really are the most. They're the blandest. <laughs> they're the blandest team. Uh, Every team. Maybe
1: I'll go back and finish it. I don't know. It isn't. You're not convincing me.
0: Yeah, I mean all the uh, stuff I that's coming. Too. All the stuff that's coming out of it. That seems more interesting to me than the story itself.
2: That's my point. Just give me the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, I, oh. this, pre, this preamble is so bullshit, non-consequential. I think they, they could have done the story differently. Focus more on Kalu. focus more on girl docs, uh, focus less on this threat to the planets. I mean, it, it was almost unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have appreciated uh, the Justice League just doing an altruistic me- mission to help Kalu. that's yeah. not fucking tree-based. Yeah.
0: Well, send the Justice League Odyssey out to Kalu. Send the Justice League Dark right. to, Earth, to Earth to handle the Earth stuff. Send uh, Black, like, introduce Black Lightning with Green Arrow handling some of these problems here. So it'd be Black Lightning, Green Arrow, and Waller. I mean, make these things, don't just don't just shove these things in the last five pages of the book. You can actually make them integral to the story a little bit like detective chimp. Right. And, and black lightning could have been like leftovers from the heroes there. But instead of that, they kind of froze all the heroes together, sent them on this mission where or they, they froze all the, the ancillary heroes. They sent the big heroes and the villains out together um, hmm. just because of sales, I guess. And then split them hmm. up. But they didn't even make it so that like it's interesting to split them up to see these pairings it was just one splash page after another splash page after another cutting from one one locale to the next and those that's just not interesting um what made avengers uh, infinity war interesting was that at each location that they split up in it was all propelling the story forward and it was all all had interesting character moments it wasn't just it wasn't just a flash On Wakanda, then a flash to the Soul World, and a flash to that that place where uh, Iron Man and those guys fought Thanos. You know, yeah, Titan, Titan, yeah. It all made sense, you know, Mm -hmm. where they were like in in terms of how the story was going. They were at places for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This was this was just break up the team, do some pretty splash pages. Wrap it up in like a page, and uh, then like you know, just develop a new status quo. It's yeah, always by the book.
1: It's a shame because yeah. I, I like I, Scott Snyder.
0: Yeah, I, I do Scott. too. It's I a just, big co-
2: it's a big cosmic stuff. Scott's just not that's not his ballywick. Yeah,
0: I really think that yeah this big cosmic yeah this uh, kind of epic storyline when there's when there's more than one dynamic like hero. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he handles that.
1: Yeah, well. the same way I feel about Brian Michael Bendis.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. the best thing he can do is just like kind of say, "Okay, here's a splash page, and this is, and and say, make everybody do something." It's like the Marvel way of uh, mm-hmm. having a, uh, of telling a story. Like, okay, Art everybody, and then
1: make up a story everybody, everybody, afterwards.
0: Yeah, everybody's sitting in the Avengers HQ eating pizza, and so just you know have fun with it but i'm Always sure go back to pizza <laughs> can't wait can't wait for the uh daily planet pizza in the bullpen <laughs> <laughs> scenes
1: well i so we we have we sort of know where most of the dc characters are during all this but i think i had one burning question from justice league no justice mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i was really missing aquaman and Jabberjaw. what were they doing <laughs> <laughs> Aquaman and Jabberjaw, number one. It's a one-shot DC Comics by Dan Abnett and Jeff Parker with uh, artwork by Paul Pelletier and Scott Collins. What did you think about this, Mark? You seem all over it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wanted
1: to do it. Certainly. That's it. All that was- right, next next book. No, I love this one. Tell me why. Uh,
0: well, okay, the story gets a little preachy it's a little weird it's it's basically setting up the future of aquaman (laughs) so aquaman is is um so somehow aquaman is intrinsically linked with jabberjaw i had no idea but in the jabberjaw cartoon it's the future and there's like a aqua aqua angelus and (laughs) is that the future yeah they're the few they're in the future and there's like a caste system where like humans are the number ones and then aquas aqua, the half sea creature people are number two and like so it's just kind of uh it's just kind of fun um that they they, they 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 have they kind of tie it into that and they make it a little preachy towards the end. What interested me, of course, was just the interaction between Aquaman and Jabberjaw. They were just kind of fun. Because Aquaman's concept is that he gets no respect. And that's literally what Jabberjaw, that's like Jabberjaw's catchphrase. No respect yeah 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 and then at the end aquaman and aquaman says i get no respect because he just talks to fishes and that's the other ironical is that this fish talks he talks english it's not really ironic No, but uh i just love that jabberjaw exists i love it that He's like, uh, they have him kind of like as a flying shark in here. Uh-huh. I like guess it makes more sense than him just kind of balancing on his fin and hopping like he did in the cartoon. <laughs> <No>. Walking
2: <laughs> on the fins. He walked yeah. on them like, like. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, and Jabberjaw J- Jabber is just great. And he plays the drums.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we should mention that this is from a Hanna-Barbera cartoon from the 80s. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: So good. So it's a perfectly
1: but, topical conversation to be having. You know, it's it's a really it's a really in the now, this crossover event.
0: Aqualand. <laughs> no, listen. Aqualand <laughs> is the future. This is like they go into a portal into the future. Yeah. They go to Aqualese, Lost oh, Aqualies. and yeah. then there's there's Oklahoma.
1: <laughs> God damn.
0: Cincinnati. There's okay. Kraladelphia. <laughs> And and my favorite,
1: Swimmyapolis.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, you know how maybe maybe a holiday doesn't mean anything to you, but then like maybe you have a kid or something, and then you, that kid is opening up presents on yeah. on Christmas. Yeah. That's how I feel about mm-hmm. this. I'm just, That's what it is. I'm just glad that you're having a good time, Mark.
2: Enjoying so, the
1: shit
0: out yourself, yeah. yeah. So aquaman or or Jabberjaw, uh and he's got a team of the the neptunes um they they they, the neptunes get it because it's like Mm -hmm. no we got it they they play tunes they they're they're a band the neptunes um Mm -hmm. they they unite los aquiles all the classes like, even the humans and the fish people, they all like it, the music. And so it's it's got, like, a message of, uh, you know, uniting everyone through music.
2: That was the message of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure.
0: It is, and that's this one, too. And so Aquaman... Oh, there's, like, a new Ocean Master, and he's, like, a poser, and Aquaman just punches him in the nose. And uh, Jabberjaw gets to play the drums, and I think... Oh, I know. Uh, Aquaman lends his tele- telepathy to Jabberjaw's drum, and as he plays, that helps unite the people too. No. You know how Aquaman's telepathy is boom, 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 boom. Well, he hooks that up to the bass of Jabberjaw's drum, and that unites the world.
1: Oh, and apparently, Sea Lab is an actual thing. They mentioned Sea Lab yeah. in here
0: yeah because yeah they go to the remnants of sea lab 2020 because aqua aqualangelis Los say it lost that is that's like 20, 20, 20, 2057 or something
1: but oh god damn it
0: yeah but you know what else this even gets it, it even gets better really you know, cuz there's a backup story by jeff parker and scott collins of Captain K-Man!
1: I did used to like the Captain Caveman cartoon. Hell
2: yeah! I I, th- I think our listeners just spontaneously re- release their bowels.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Unga oh. bunga. They Monster attack! That... Wee wah.
0: Yeah, unga bunga.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: like? Um, that hurt my that hurt my throat a bit. Um, Good. good. Yeah, yeah, it hurt. It hurt me too. They, they tie Um, the 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 wizard Shazam,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the specter. Are going through the world and saying like, are, are were there heroes or is that just a human thing, uh, or is this the age of heroes or were there always heroes? And so they go back into caveman times and they steal a caveman
1: and a hero. A hero, and he's a caveman. captain.
0: It, they, that's what they say. Is are like he's like he's Captain Caveman, and uh, they're like, why does he have a why does everyone like that captain name? Because everybody's like Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and they tie him with the Captain Marvel sort of thing. But it's just funny that they uh, they even mention that. They get a little meta. And so he goes, and he fights a car. He meets a couple of girls, who and, and they're kind of like... He kind of falls in love with these two girls. And uh, they go, and then they visit the La Brea Tar Pits.
1: <sighs>
0: and uh, Captain Caveman wins a cooking contest. What the fuck? <laughs> We
1: he's where driving. He's driving. How is he? Dri- never mind. I don't. Never
0: mind. <laughs> it's easy to drive. You can't. You don't. You know. Yeah. He takes over and he's driving. And He's driving on two wheels. The car. Mm-hmm. And then he gets really sad because they go to the La Brea Tar Pits. He's like, "Oh, Ungabunga Bunga was friend. Yeah. Like, oh, you had a mammoth." Mm-hmm. And so then he beats up some manhunters, and
1: and uh... the end, I don't know. That's yeah. no, that's the mm-hmm. that's good. That's that's a good place. Well, they to end just, it. they just more than enough.
0: They bring him back into continuity. Yeah. So now I hope that he will join the Justice League. Yeah. In space.
1: <laughs> Justice
0: League Justice League, Bar- Bar- League Barbara. Yeah. That would be great. Cuz some of these I was re- I read all of them that came out. Um the uh there's the um Black Lantern or Black Lightning uh Hong Kong Fui one, which was really good. It had art by Dennis Cohen. It was really good. Um, I I I like that one too. But um, some of them were stupid, but others were.
1: were Oh, but the 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 one we were just talking about wasn't stupid.
0: Oh, it was quality. Oh, and they're doing another um, DC uh, Warner Brothers for the (laughs) summer, um, and it's Porky Pig and Lex Luthor. That I'd read, <laughs> and it's Daffy Duck and Joker, Catwoman and Sylvester and Tweety, and someone else I forget. Oh, I don't want that.
1: I, don't I heard good things about that Batman and um, Elmer, Elmer Fudd. Fudd one. Everyone says that, that was, was really very good. good.
0: Yeah. It was good. Yeah, yeah very noir. Um, yeah, and it's I I like it when they take these characters and modernize them rather than um, the other way around, where it's like you know it's you're actually it de-evolves like the heroes into their mm-hmm. the cartoon world i like it with that they're bringing them into the dc universe i got gotcha. yeah, now will we ever see mm-hmm. anything else
1: no probably hopefully
0: not. probably not <laughs> oh the other one that i really liked and we aren't covering it this week was the dino uh Dynamut super sons one
1: oh, i heard that was good
0: that was excellent oh uh, yeah that,
1: that was and last was week right? yeah yeah oh, oh well that Temassi. makes sense yeah
0: yeah he did a really good job. But anyway, I, that's my side recommendation.
1: All right. The Amazing Spider-Man number 800, put out by Marvel by Dan Slott, with art by Stuart and Humberto Ramos, Giuseppe Camoncoli, and Nick Bradshaw. This is the final issue of the Red Goblin storyline that's been going on. Uh, so it looks like we – what did we read? We read Amazing Spider-Man 796 through 800.
2: Yeah. The Red, the Red Saga.
1: Yeah. So, what did you guys think of this? It's Dan Slott wrapping up his run. What I would love you. This.
2: Think of it because you are.
1: I also loved it. We figured. No, 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 Don't, don't you do that to what? me. What? There's been Why? plenty of Dan Slott Spider-Man stuff that I have not enjoyed. Um, yeah. You've been always the most forgiving, though. Well, yeah, because he's Spider-Man. Well, that's yeah. what I'm mean. okay. Yeah. But yeah, I thought the Red Goblin was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm surprised no one had thought about melding uh, Norman Osborn and the Carnage symb- symbiote um, before. Yeah. Mark, you liked wow. it too?
0: Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I think that um, – I, I really think that he kind of summed up his entire run and through with, with the Flash stuff, Flash Thompson stuff, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. Flash, um, yeah, not that, yeah. with uh, Liz – Liz and her acquisition of Alchemax. Alchemax um, yeah. They even Doctor Octopus shows up here, and I, I love the little, the little after the credits kind of sequence that mm-hmm. happened with Doctor Octopus. That was fun. Um, um, even like I, I, it's it just really felt like even there's like the the JJ Jonah Jameson stuff and that the way that um, relationship has evolved. I think that that was done really well. Um, I, I we just covered peter parker the spectacular spider-man um that it was like they're like well, well, issue 300 right yeah, 300 or like issue.
1: That?
0: yeah yeah maybe and we were not i don't know we remember. were
1: like nah it was fine not yeah great. it was
0: kind of just stuff thrown together with no yeah. emotional investment but this every beat had an emotional investment to back to some slot era kind of yeah, thing. yeah. and and i think that 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 just shows like he's, I mean, he's such a good writer and I think the the art with this was pretty good almost all the way through. Although there were a couple of chapters that I, I, I didn't, I wasn't too impressed with. Um, But uh, all, all the rest of them were really good. Like the Humberto Ramos stuff was really good. Oh, Um, see,
1: I felt like Humberto Ramos didn't like his artwork kind of didn't feel as good as it usually does to me for this, for this one.
0: Really? Oh yeah. I thought I, I liked it. Um, the one I didn't like was the scene in the cemetery. It just the art was, yeah, it was really very, distracting uh, me.
2: Amorphic, and that yeah. last that last panel too was kind of,
0: yeah, uh-uh. yeah. Oh, with Spider-Man jumping at coming out at you. You didn't like with that the... last
1: that last splash page? Oh, I loved it. I'm swinging the... here.
0: Yeah, no, I like what was written. Uh-huh. I just didn't right. like uh, the, the, the art. The, yeah, the art just didn't hit me. But uh, who did the family infighting chapters? The one where it was basically Norman and uh, Norman and Normie uh, confronting Liz and Mark Ralston at
1: Alchemax. All right. I'm flipping. I'm flipping. Mark Ralston at Alchemax. So far, this is all Humberto Ramos.
0: No, it's after Um, that one.
1: Um, the Spider Slayer shows up. Humberto Ramos. After oh, that, oh, Giuseppe Comencoli.
0: Oh, that's who that is. See, I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of that chapter either. It just felt yeah. a little rushed. Um, but once it gets exciting, it, it yeah. gets better. But um, like once the action starts, but yeah. just them standing and looking at each other and talking, this wasn't. I wasn't impressed with that.
1: This is such a small thing, and I apologize. All right, sniffles. Um, but. <clears throat> I, I don't like the Sorry. way that they redesigned Spider-Man's symbiote costume when he re, when he regains Venom, so that he looks yeah. like Mister Zaz with the with the uh, eyes that go off of the eyes. side of his face.
0: Yeah,
1: I like the the spider looks great and everything else looks great, but the eye, the way they drew the eyes, the way they just kind of like point off of his head, just doesn't make any sense and it's weird looking.
0: Yeah, but it's kind of weird.
1: I am really, really, really sad. That apparently Stuart Eminen is taking a a break. Uh, At first, he had said he was retiring, and then he just said he's just taking an extended break. Um, yeah. yeah, if something if something tickles him, maybe he'll come back and do some stuff. But for right now, he's done, and we are losing a giant fucking talent with this guy. He is so goddamn good. Well, let's take a little break what so you- he
0: can then he can stage a giant comeback.
1: I hope so. What are they?
2: What do they do in the interim when they take these breaks? Video games?
1: Uh, no. You to eat. They probably they, like, they might uh, they might do a career that actually pays them money.
2: Yeah, that that's what I'm something. thinking. Like, what is he? Because I, I would I work for a big
0: company. I'd hire you in a heartbeat, Stuart. God damn it.
1: What did you get? I was kind of bummed that Flash died.
0: Yeah. Well, like the story is this, basic, because we haven't really told him the story. Yeah. Red, uh, Norman Osborne gets a hold of the Carnage. They combine, he attacks, he's attacked Spider-Man and beat the shit out of all his friends. And then he had turned Norman, Normie into the goblin child.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a terrible name. It's C-H-I-L-D-E. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah.
0: Like a kid would come up with that name. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. That's well, just to be so fair, stupid.
1: to be fair, it's not the kid. I mean, Carnage is pretty old.
0: I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: but still, that's but
0: awesome. uh, um, yeah maybe Lil goblin.
1: Oh, Lil little here's my, the Lil goblin here's my little goblin here's
0: my, my question
2: yeah. how many how many of you in your families name your progeny after the most batshit detrimental <laughs> family member that you can find the I mean, Germany, literal
1: supervillain family member
2: <clears throat> yeah well okay I, I was trying to do it i was trying to do an analogy i was trying to do a like kind i'm assuming that no one has had a genocidal supervillain. no it's
0: family. a way of Punishing the father. And the child. No, the child. No, but like the child, you'd be like, you, you couldn't tell Norman what to do, but you can tell little Normie. Little Normie, clean up your room. There's a sense that. of satisfaction in that to be able to, to use the name of the person who was the oppressor. As now you can, can, you are the authority authority to those kids. So
2: your theory is that to work through his therapy needs from his childhood, he decided to name his child the name of his father so he could be an emotional, an emotional (laughs) Then
0: he he can kind of, then he takes the name Norman back by, you know, learning to love
2: again. So then, Norman will name his child Harry, so he can abuse that child for the abuse he has suffered from his yes. father. Yeah. Okay, so now we see how the cycle of abuse continues. If I ever have
0: a if I ever have a child, I'm going to call it Drunkle.
1: Yeah, Uncle Drunkle
0: <laughs> Drunkle Miller. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I I thought that this the way it was all split up and going all over the place, and Spider Man was really running around doing everything. Spider Man. Takes Venom back from Venom, or mm-hmm. takes the symbiote uh, back from Venom. Um, that's really cool. Um, I like it when the guy in Town Square who wears the Spider-Man suit gets murdered.
1: Yeah, that's a poor guy. Yeah, he was just it's he's like, just the guy walking on a what is yeah. it? What's the name of that road? That that um, Times Square. That, uh, Times Square. Yeah. 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 Broadway. And, and
0: yeah. He's just like he's like taking you know taking pictures with tourists. He is kind of an asshole, though. He says, like, hey, get out of here. This is my spot. Yeah. You murdered.
2: Yeah. Then he I there. would say probably some of the most clever writing in all of this. You could tell Slot was just having a good time. I love the whole – it was right the uh, outside of the story. Like, the whole just – the the one guard gets his arm cut off, and they just keep doing bad hand puns. They did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah that was for the couple, whole
0: rest of the story. Yeah, that was, like, a couple issues ago. Yeah, that was great. Oh, um, yeah. And – uh I like it that um, I like the way. I think that it's really hard with Norman Osborn because you have to like uh, you have to come up with new ways to beat him. Yeah. There's like you know because he's he's always there, and this at least gives him a new kind of challenge. And I think that Spider-Man he was really quick on his feet to think of that uh, that like basically challenging his ego and saying like you know it's not it's not you that beat me it's it's the fact that you used carnage.
1: Yeah, everyone's be... going to remember that carnage killed me, not Norman Osborn. Yeah. So then yeah. he, but then Mom. he rips off the what a badass scene, man. And I was really yeah. excited like I, I with when he rips off the carnage symbiote and is just basically old fucking costumed up Norman Gob. Osborn or Goblin, yeah. Green Goblin. It was real classic feeling. It was awesome
0: yeah that that the way that the way uh they drew that was really good i loved it like the long his long hat and just i mean it could be could look very goofy but just the goblin face looks scary as shit Mm -hmm. um yeah Mm -hmm. and i loved the the whole development with norman oz or with uh j jonah jameson coming out and it's like he was like you took my son you took my wife uh he's all mad and everything he's about to kill him and Spider Man stops him from doing that, and he
1: doesn't stop really- him. Spider Man. So Jay Jonah Jameson comes out, and because he feels bad that like this is all basically his fault, and yeah. uh, he has a a gun, and he goes to shoot Norman Osborn, and uh, Peter literally takes the bullet for Norman. Yeah. Now, as I'm looking at this page, I thought it was pretty emotional that he would like take a bullet for his worst enemy. But if you look at the page, um, <clears throat> he's taken a bullet in his shoulder. Which Wait, is about uh, which is about four feet above Goblin's head because Goblin is sitting Indian style, like his you know, legs crossed on the floor, yeah,
0: and the bullet hits Spider
1: Man in a who's leaping. He's off the ground, <laughs> and that's how high he didn't even have to take the bullet. He was going to miss.
0: <laughs> J Jonah David Jameson forgot to put his contacts in. Yeah. He went out.
1: <laughs> I didn't that didn't even occur to me, but yeah. He missed him by about five feet.
0: <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, so then we go and we find out that Norman Osborn is, uh, no more. Basically, uh, he thinks he's Cletus Cassidy
1: yeah. and
0: Spider-Man is Norman Osborn. Mm -hmm. Um, he thinks that that's who Spider-Man is under his mask, which is pretty awesome. Um, and like, yeah, I mean, I was sad about the whole Flash thing. They've done so much with him over the last couple of years. It's kind of convoluted a little bit, but, um. Still, um, I mean, at the end of this, I guess you kind of have to have a death. Um, he was good though. I mean, I I
1: disagree though. I feel like I felt a little annoyed. I felt it like, oh, it's the big 800th issue, so you have to kill somebody, but you're only killing somebody because it's the 800th issue. Yeah, you know, I mean, it just felt kind of cheap to me. Um, I think deaths in comic books, especially, just feel cheap to me these days because I know they're going to be back. Yeah, well, he, uh,
0: his whole thing is about healing, and that's I kind of yeah. like that. I mean, I, I loved it the way he was like. There was that hand issue that we were kept talking about. <laughs> we talked about a couple issues ago, and instead of going after the goblin, they let the goblin king go, and uh he stays to help the guy with his hand cut off because, like, he himself lost his legs in in uh, Afghanistan or wherever the hell he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so he was all about just doing triage and just like really triage and just like really helping uh, helping people yeah. and that was his thing. It wasn't like he doesn't have a sense of responsibility or, or anything like that. It's just that I mean he, he's not doing it like to get the bad guy. Yeah. he's really doing it just to help people, which uh, it's, it's a different kind of motivation that you see like for man your I didn't even
1: pick that up. that's really wow, not nicely done. That's no. right.
0: yeah and I, I think the whole time it's like all he's like overextending himself in his his sim symbiote whatever it is i don't even know what it where anti-venom? anti-venom came from yeah yeah um but um it's dripping off of him and you can tell he's overextending himself to really trying to help these people um all of the people uh that that are basically he's the guy that stayed back mm. and uh while Spider-Man was fighting the big bad, he's the guy that stayed back. He was like the damage control sort of guy, which is kind
2: of cool. So that is, that is a very good question. Where come anti
0: Venom? I
1: don't know. I I think um one of the was it I don't know if it it was Alchemex was making it wasn't it, weren't they? I I think
0: I really do think it was yeah.
1: I yeah, because I, right. he even decides in order to beat the the Red Goblin, he's going to go get some more anti Venom stuff. Um, and he he shows up and it's all gone.
0: Yeah. I think so I mean, my prediction is that uh flash Thompson is gonna wake up inside of his coffin and just burst out one of these days
1: right he's, he's in just he's got the venom. because he's got the anti venom, which is a yeah, healing factor he's, right he's in gestation. is that coming out that's coming out of
2: like shooters that's not coming out of like his pores or his taint or anything right I
0: think it's just in his hands, yeah, it's like I don't think it's, it's in his pores, but it's in you know it's, it's like, in him it's a power yeah okay so his
2: power is to goop like you know peter's got the web shooters they're mechanical they're not yeah. organic
0: yeah yeah um and the after the credits thing that was cool
1: no oh, yeah you stayed after the credits <laughs> smart choice yeah.
0: and like the little midget girl was there God see it calls it. back to all the other all the other aspects of it and he takes the name tolliver
1: thank okay what is why
0: that's the big bad in uh, Spider Man twenty twenty or twenty. Oh,
1: that is that where that name comes from? Yeah, I yeah. knew that it had to be something. Because um, I was like, first of all, the way the guy whoever drew this, uh, I wasn't super into this art for this uh, yeah. post credit sequence was my least favorite of the entire book. Really? Um, uh. Yeah. Oof. And then I didn't realize that that was actually supposed to be Doctor Octopus
0: yeah they made him look a little bit like quentin choir yeah they the did. Hair. yeah um and, uh, uh but uh yeah this is mike hawthorne jp meyer and Jordy belair doing the artwork in the last couple of things but yeah. they uh yeah it it uh, but yeah and in, in the in the future he's the guy who takes over alchemax
1: oh no shit so yeah. elliot tulliver dr elliot tulliver yeah interesting okay
0: so um Anyway, I, I like that. I, I like the way he's... I mean, Dan Slott has always been like the guy that kind of... He respects what's come before. He's the one that tied Parker Core or whatever. Parker, Parker Industries. Industries. to um to And mm-hmm. then they it, they... it was like Max Modell and Al something. Or I don't know what... But somehow it all worked together so that it all like... It made perfect sense. And that yeah. was... I think that was... That was
1: uh, that was so he, badass. I remember when I first read that I was like, "Holy yeah. shit, how did he do that?
0: It was like it was like Dan Slott and peter uh, Peter David talked together to kind of yeah. work that out or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. I feel like it, people
1: it, give Dan Slot a really big, hard time uh, about this amazing spider man run, and I would say more often than not, it's great, but there are yeah. some major hiccups in this run. I, I think yeah. the the day to day the month in month out book is is not as great as I would have liked to have been, but I really did enjoy yeah. most of his events.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: it's it's
1: um, the opposite he's not, of Brian he's not, Michael Bendis he's, for me.
0: He's, he's not done. He comes back in issue 801.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then it's That's like out his out.
0: farewell issue. So yeah. maybe we'll cover that one too. Yeah. But he, uh, Norman, still has a little bit of the red in his eye.
1: Mm-hmm. Normie. Yeah.
0: Normie. Yeah. But do you remember, remember as a, like when he was, this was maybe the 80s and 90s. Every time they'd show Norman. He'd be like playing with Goblin and Spider-Man figures and he'd He'd be be like
1: breaking the action. figure.
0: He'd be be busting up Spider-Man like with with the Mm -hmm. Green Goblin. And he he would always have this evil look on his face. And it was just like he was he's just destined to become an evil fucker.
2: They named him after the batshit craziest (laughs) member of the family. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, not the best choice. Also,
0: that stuff doesn't work.
1: We forgot to mention that the final (laughs) artist before the credit sequence is uh, Marcos Martin. Okay. The the one you didn't like of him swinging, you know, through the city with the... I guess he's... I guess it's the bridge? Um, Yeah. Yeah, that's Marcos Martin. It feels like he's
0: trying to do a Tim Sale sort of look to this stuff. he's
1: got a little bit like that, yeah.
0: Um, And it just... There are a couple of scenes, like, Peter Parker just looks... uh, really bad.
2: i i'd say if you're going to use him this is the best scene to use him in he's so
0: muted and he's the yeah.
2: wes anderson of artists
0: hmm. he kind of is i like uh the way he draws jonah jameson though i think yeah. he's he does a good Jonas jameson you're ironic like wes anderson directs bill murray i
1: like i like mark, mark marcos <laughs> martin a lot actually um he's the guy who we didn't get to review it but uh barrier by um brian k vaughn the, this is oh he's he the artist that. from
2: that Oh, Barrier's a BKV book?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I keep on saying. All right.
2: That's why I wanted to cover it. If you just said it was Vaughn, I actually would have cared about your recommendation.
0: I think I did say it once or twice, but that's lesson.
1: All right.
0: So. It's always next week.
1: Star Wars Lando, double or nothing number one of a four-issue miniseries, I believe, put out by Marvel by Rodney Barnes and Paolo uh, Villanelli. Uh this is young Lando. This is Childish Gambino Donald Glover Lando Calrissian. Um Childish
0: Calrissian.
1: Yeah. Um from the solo era of of the of the universe. Um Did you say I, Bolo? Solo. Oh, solo, yes. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think of this? I didn't read it.
0: I read it. Did you read it? Yeah.
1: Uh-oh. It was okay i mean i liked the
0: part with donald glover i think that they the artist captured donald glover they're, and they're capturing his uh ego ego mania. yeah ego mania yeah. pretty well um he talks about the calrissian chronicles and how he's recording and recording them oh i forgot about
1: that yeah that was funny
0: <laughs> and he talks about don't touch the cape i mean they're just they're just things and he talks about like uh um the parts of the millennium falcon like uh he's he's all the all the most important parts to him and he was like well and of course there's the giant portrait of me <laughs> which is pretty pretty funny um i i don't know it's it's an it's like a caper sort of thing it's your typical sort of thing where you he's hired to do a job and rescue a dude and he doesn't really want to do it then he's kind of paid to do it and he'll do it
1: now so is this before he meets solo
0: yeah, cause okay. he's got the he's got the Millennium Falcon. Gotcha. And uh, LCD sound system is still there.
1: L three thirty seven.
0: Yeah, that one. <laughs> I loved her in the movie.
1: I thought she was awesome.
0: She was pretty cool. Yeah. I I mean, I I I really liked the movie.
1: Me too. I loved. Um, I liked it. I, you know what? I had no interest in seeing it. Uh, yeah. I liked the Last Jedi. I thought it was overall pretty good. Um, but the trailers for this solo movie just did not excite me at all, but because it's a star Wars movie, I went and saw it. And after I walked out, I was like, man, I am so glad that I went and saw this. I've really enjoyed this.
0: All right. So like star Wars films were like the top of the Epic level in like the Mm eighties. I think number two was like Indiana Jones, I think. Um, although I think that that's debatable. But I, I, it, it felt more like an Indiana Jones movie, the Solo one, which mm-hmm. surprised me. But it just felt like that kind of a little bit more lighthearted tone. It didn't feel like it had to it, – it wasn't part of a whole mythos, like yeah. a whole big story. Um, and I, I liked that because it just felt like, okay, and the next movie, it's another adventure with Solo. Mm-hmm. Like it's another adventure with Indiana Jones rather than telling a linear story. Um, it felt more like a serial story. It's, it's exactly life.
1: what I wanted. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I like it that they hinted at, at Jabba and and all of that stuff. And I, 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 I was, I agree. I like it a little bit more than Last Jedi, a little bit more than Force Awakens, not as much as Rogue One, um, but much more than oh. the prequels. So, um, oh yeah, I mean, wild yeah. god, come on. Did you see it? No, not yet. Oh. Don't care. You don't go to movies much, do you? No, no. <laughs> I do.
2: I, I, I did. I mean, like, I adventured. I, I adventured. I Deadpool. Finally.
0: Oh, really? Um, okay. I didn't see Deadpool yet. Deadpool was I great. It.
2: Yeah, I just—it's the way I felt about this book. What? How is this different than a Han Solo story? I mean, I, you know, it, there's just so many <gasps> elements of it. I, I just beg the question. Lando had his had his arc. He had his hero's journey. Lando was interesting because he betrayed Han Solo. If You did not have that scene in Cloud City where where Lando betrayed Han. You just didn't have the same kind of character. If he was just some schlub that said, hey, we used to run together back in the day, and I'm going to help you rebels now. He never would have... He he wouldn't have been interesting. He is interesting in the context of Han Solo. I'm sorry, I was just Bored out of my mind in this book.
0: Well, if anything, I, I think that Lando, the character of Lando, um, he was kind of stagnant in Return of the Jedi. I would have liked to see him kind of factor in a little bit more. And, and I mean, I see he was on his redemption arc there um, in Return of the Jedi. But um, just to yeah. see, what, what, what I enjoyed about Solo the movie was that it shows that there's a long history of them uh, basically screwing over each other um, that I, I really liked. I think there's, there's a scene in the movie, JD, you, I think you know the scene where, uh, Han Solo is kind of making his, his big stand. Like it's, it's almost like the thuggy warrior and, uh, and him in Raiders of the Lost Ark or, or that big warrior with a sword. And then he, oh, comes yeah. out and he just shoots him. Yeah. Yeah. He's like sitting there with all this bravado and just saying, and, and there's these, there are these bounty hunters that have tracked them down. And, and, uh, it, and then lando turns around and just totally stabs him in the back and mm-hmm. it's just it's just a really well played scene in the movie mm-hmm. and i think that, that that kind of really highlights the the two of them because they're they're constantly like stealing the millennium falcon from each other uh it, like at the end of return of the jedi i think lando has the millennium falcon isn't he flying the millennium falcon with uh yeah with nine Numb? yeah yeah. yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Blows, so he, it's he blows up the second death star. Yeah. So it's like it's it's fun that they're doing this back and back and forth thing, but I think that the movie really highlights that a little bit more than this book. This is definitely a book you read after you've seen the movie and you kind of want a little bit more uh more Lando for for this. I I don't think you can do it the other way around. This is not going to sell the movie. No. I don't think no. But uh, it but the movie sells this book, if you, if you know what I mean.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So, so go see the movie and then reread this book, which you won't. No. Nope.
1: Not going to happen. The movie was really good, Rob. I would definitely watch it.
2: Yeah. It's no, I, I will. It's just not one I'm going to rush at. It's not, it's really, it's not one. Of, and that's, I have a Star Wars malaise at this point. I, I don't like how much the universe is spinning out. Like you know, we we waited for years. We thirsted for more Star Wars, more Star Wars, more Star Wars. I, I feel they, they hit a bit of a saturation point. And I think the box office numbers reflect that as well.
0: Yeah, that it kind of sucks that it, it's. I, I think it actually. Was uh, a I
1: literally just posted something today on my Facebook that um, market our uh, market researchers um, huh. they researched the market. And they found okay. they found out that it wasn't mm-hmm. um, oversaturation; it was marketing. That
0: too, I don't think it was. Yeah, I I rarely. Yeah. I mean, I saw a couple of the previews, but I, you you didn't get that inundation that you usually get at a Star Wars movie. Um, but yeah, nobody it's, was excited I about
2: it. it. It's, no. it's much, I'll say that is over brand saturation, though, and the fact that in the prime spots for marketing this, they had to market Last Jedi. Yeah. So they did not have as long of a... It was a six drum
1: months record.
2: ago. What I think what yeah. happened is that's that not, they, That's not as long as they, they do them all year out at this point. People went nuts. The uh, like,
0: record. there's a certain segment of people that went nuts about Last Jedi, and they hated it. And they really wanted a, a win. So I, I think they probably pushed up Solo so that it could feel more like a win and I think mm. they overcalculated, they miscalculated that.
2: And, and they did, they really did. They bifurcated their marketing budget and their interest and in their time. They, yeah. they, you know, they people who get, people who like,
1: say that it's oversaturation, I have one thing to say and that is Marvel yeah. movies.
0: Yeah, that's true. There's like three of those a yeah. fucking year. Yep. I know.
1: God, they, they keep them paced pretty
2: steadily though and I think, I think Marvel has, well no, I'm going to take that back. I, it, it's very hard now that they're all the same damn parent company. I know these entities act a little differently, but there's only so much that you can push on the market. And I think there's also a, a saturation point for geek fair, space fair, sci-fi fair. Um, yeah, you know, JD, we were kind of going back and forth about that petition. Um, You put it up as as a joke, as laughingly, to bring back Agent Carter in place of Roseanne, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. Everybody (laughs) wants to see Agent Carter come back. But I say that DC can't do that because, A, Agent Carter was already canceled for a reason. uh, And ABC can't uh, replace a middle America show that rose up to number one with something that's a complete flip into superheroes. They need to, especially with that stupid show, what the fuck was it, the Patricia Heaton one, The Middle, now that that's off the air too, I mean, there's that whole wide swath <laughs> of country that's not on coastlines mm-hmm. that 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 does want something a little different. I'm not just saying that's the only yeah. place where sci-fi doesn't flourish, but you look there, it's got the less saturation of comic shops and mm-hmm. geek fair. Sure.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: right? I, I think also one of the things about Star Wars is that um, the fact that there's a year buildup in between. And there's, it makes it an event. Yeah. Um, star Wars has always been an event for me for like, uh, just when it comes out, you get really, I get really excited for it. I want, and I know months in advance, it's oh, okay. It's going to be coming out in December and I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. But, and so like December has been kind of reserved for star Wars, probably for, for quite a long time, actually, I think, I mean, I think that you know all the funny, other star Wars actually, came
1: out. I was literally just talking with Noel, who's been on this show before. Uh, that is sort of an accident. This December what? thing that keeps happening. I thought December yeah. was Star Wars month and I was happy with it. I was like, great. Every yeah. fucking Christmas, Star Wars, dope. Um, yeah. You know, drive through the snow to go see a Star Wars. I'm into it. But apparently uh, May was supposed to always be the releasing date. Yeah. But because yeah. – um, uh, what's his tits? Uh, heard it, he broke his leg.
0: Oh, Hans Harrison yeah, Ford yeah, yeah. broke yeah.
1: his leg, which pushed back everything. So then they pushed back the next one and they were trying to get back on track with this one. So it's uh, well, it's pretty yeah. interesting to me. But I say keep it yeah. on December. Like we're used to it there. We like it there.
0: Exactly. Yeah. They also and don't no... have, to, they also have to compete with their own movie. They don't. Yeah. They're I mean, forwards. it makes it so that summer is for stupid superhero movies. Yeah. They're not all stupid, but I mean, there's a lot of them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, don't I mean, they, they had a they had they're paired aren't they paired with Deadpool a little bit? Um, I mean, are they part of that deal or are they still totally separate? No, it's separate. Sorry. Titles. But I think Deadpool probably, um, I mean, that took some of the infinity war and this was like right <laughs> after Deadpool. So yeah. it's, it's just gonna,
1: you had infinity um, war and Deadpool two really high grossing movies that a lot of people yeah. went to. And then this one. Yeah. yeah I think it was, I just, mean,
0: and, I hear that the guy playing um, uh, solo uh, is signed on for two more movies. So I don't know if they'll actually make them now that this is considered a flop. Which is like it's a hundred and forty-eight million dollars. That's how much it made. Which I understand that these are are like that's probably not going to scratch the the budget. But still, I, I mean, that's it's not like it didn't make money at all. It might it's, not have. It just it's just not. Uh, so we make a little bit lo-fi solo movie. I'm not, I don't have any problem with that. Make it for 100 million.
2: Yeah, but making 40 million isn't still making more money.
1: Yeah. It's at 265 million. Yeah. Solo is. Is it that high? Yep, 265. But it's still a flop compared to the other um, Star yeah, Wars the movies. Other,
0: even, yeah. Yeah. So they set their
2: budgeting, their forecasting, their and their shareholder value based off of certain based profit returns. So yeah. if you don't meet that, you're fucked. Yeah. Even if it makes, if it nets more money, it's still not making enough money uh, to meet goals. Yeah. Basically.
0: Yeah. I get it. I mean, they want to make all this stuff, they, they want to make it, uh, make money off of it. And also, but I, I, I would love to see another solo movie. You know? uh,
1: Yeah. I was just thinking that, um, Mark, I I feel like I'd much rather see another solo movie than I would a Boba Fett movie.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't really, I'm not really interested in Boba Fett. I'm not interested. I don't want to see a young Yoda. Please. No, I don't, I really don't want to see that. I, and even Ben Kenobi, I mean, as much as it would be kind of interesting to see, uh, um, Ewan McGregor step back into that role. Um, I'd be that, I just actually. don't. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe if uh, well no, Lando or I'm sorry, uh, Han Solo and Ben Kenobi never really met, um, like earlier on. Uh, but they were talking about be...
1: giving um uh, Lando his own movie.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I mean, I th- I really think Donald Glover is did a good job, but I think he that as much as I thought he was going to steal the show in the movie. I really liked this the the new Han Solo character, and I liked the way the whole story played out. And I like Lando as kind of like that that foil for him. Yeah. That's like a friendly friendly foil. Yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if that would be the the best yeah. to do to follow Donald Glover. Although I really liked him as the character, he didn't steal the show for me.
2: Though, no. He's actually good. he's already actually worked on the opening credits. It's called "This Is Coruscant.
1: What? See, he's he's making a comment about childish oh, Gambino's song "This yeah. Is America." <laughs> I, get I was that. making a joke, not a comment. I, I
0: saw it. it. I mean, it was it, a it, it was a, a fun it. it was a comment. I like that movie.
1: <laughs> no joke. Really people laugh. Or I like Rob, I like people laugh theme. at jokes
2: oh okay so it wasn't funny i'll take that i thought you were like trying to actually give me like some level of gravitas that i'm trying to make a statement oh no okay.
1: no no i just didn't want to i didn't want to call it a joke because nobody laughed <laughs> totally
2: fair totally fair i'll take that thank you
1: oh shit oh uh, but yeah i, mean, I, I guess uh <laughs> should we talk about is there anything else to say about the book no. Okay. It's uh, okay. Go see Solo, man. It was really good. It was. It's exactly what I wanted. It was a really small heist movie. Uh, it was a heist genre movie in a Star Wars universe, which is exactly what I wanted. I want them to do with Star Wars the kind of thing that they're starting to do with Marvel movies in that there are different genres within that universe, like a heist movie, uh, a horror movie is coming out with um, new mutants, I think. Yeah. I, I, I like yeah. when they dip into other... Categories besides just uh fucking sword fights, so um yeah. yeah, I I think Solo's a step in the right direction. Man,
2: new Chewie was awesome. One 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 last comment before you go into that, I'll say you know I I am I guess I'm a purist in the Star Wars mythology in that. I the main thing I liked about rogue one is they finally explained how they had this huge Achilles heel and said this death weapon. Yeah. Like that, that was a, my yeah, big man. walk away from rogue one was you explain something of the original mythology. It just always pissed me off even as a child.
1: Yeah. yeah. Why would you build uh, it like that? What the fuck? How stupid. Yeah. No, a lot of people say, um, they were giving rogue one shit cause it's like, Oh, it's just an origin story of like a throwaway line. And I was like, no, nah, that was pretty fucking important to me. Yeah. Very-
2: Pivotal. Yeah. Kevin Smith made a whole career around it. For fuck's sake, there was yeah. monologue in Clerks. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: But uh, yeah. A- Anything else? Uh I, li- I like Chewy. Yeah, he he's... did really well. So the do we Chewy. think?
1: Do we think that he was literally eating people?
0: Chewy? Yeah. No. Because no, they would, you was... know, they would
1: throw people down into that pit, and then they would be dead.
0: I think. I think he just shit on him. Yeah. That was all chewy shit.
1: I was wondering if they were just starving him <laughs> and he was like eating people because he had to eat.
0: He might have been. I don't know. He might be like a caged dog. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, a... Although the sequence where he literally speaks uh, at Chewie yeah. was, a, yeah. little I mean, was I, a little silly. That was a little
0: silly. And it. I didn't like the way he gets his name.
1: Oh my God. That was so dumb.
0: That was just hey, lame. Rob,
1: spoiler alert. Hey Rob, you want to know how he gets his name? yeah yeah so uh he's on his way he's getting on like let's say a plane right he's he's getting ready to leave the planet he's born on and he's he's in a hurry and the guy's taking his information the baggage fucking check guy whatever he's like (laughs) he's like oh my name's han and uh he's like uh do you have any family he's like no all right han hmm solo because you're by yourself fuck you
0: yeah, that was
1: Oh, lame. I thought you I thought you guys meant
2: Chewie, how he got his name. Yeah, no, I, we, no. I saw that with Solo. Yeah, yeah that so was the ridiculous. Although yourself. I want that.
0: I want the I want the baggage claim figure. Yeah. <laughs> baggage claim. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you <laughs> what, if this was one of uh, George Lucas's movies, you'd have one. Yep. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, there'd be a million different ones. Yeah.
2: That's a, that's how my name ended up as a Y, because the illiterate fucks in Ellis Island didn't know what the E with the Oxon Grave was at the end of it. It was Pate, and the dumb fucks, they, they viewed it as a Y. <laughs> see? Nerds. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, it's better than Solo. Solo's such too. a
1: cool name. Why couldn't his name just be Han Solo? Why did you need to throw yeah. in... Oh, see, guys, he's a loner. Even his name... And that means that... Um, his his kid's name is Solo, right?
0: No. His kid name is yeah, Rilo thanks. Ben. Oh
2: yeah. Well Solo. the evil name, yeah, but it's Ben Solo. That means yeah. he yeah. kept
1: this so he had a name, right? He had an actual name before. And then the fucking baggage clerk guy gave him a new name, which just meant buy your lonely. And then No, his his name
0: is just Han. That was just his name.
1: I don't think so. Right.
2: They forced yeah. the last name upon him. Yeah, he, he was actually Han Leibowitz
0: <laughs> Solowitz. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well done. All right, we'll let I'll we'll never
0: get a job in this town with that name. Uh, Han Solo. Okay. Sounds better.
1: Let's move on to Man What's of Steel, next? number one, from the uh, six-issue weekly comic book miniseries by Brian Michael Bendis and Ivan Rice. Um, which I'm assuming inks by um, Joe Prado. This was fucking great. Great. It was really, really, really good. I really uh, was a little nervous about Brian Michael Bendis taking over Man of Steel. Um, I, I don't really care about Superman, but I feel like the way Bendis is crafting this story makes me care about the Man of Steel.
0: I like the opening sequence. I'm going mm-hmm. to have to refresh myself because I, I read this last week and I am a little bit. But um, I liked the opening sequence with uh, Killer Moth and uh, Firefly. Yeah. And they're like, keep your voice down. You don't want him to hear you. <laughs> it's, and then like, you know, because any crime in, in uh, the city, he he uh, is able to hone in on it, which mm-hmm. is pretty good.
1: He, uh, he listens for things like, where's the money? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I, I. There's a part in this movie this that makes me laugh. Is this the one where there's a guy in there and he saves the guy's life? No. Is this? Oh, that was last week.
1: He saves Wasn't the guy's there story, life.
0: There's a guy in a building and there's a fire. He saves a guy from a fire in this one, but then he does it again a while back, and the building falls down. And the guy tells him to go up and get his pictures. Well, what book was that that I read from last from last week? He tells him to go up and get his pictures from the room and he can't save the pictures, but he saves this puppy. And so instead of giving this, so he saves all the people in the building. So he just takes this puppy who could be it could be owned by someone else. Uh And And he just gives that puppy. (laughs) He gives it to this guy instead of the pictures. (laughs) That's. That's like, like some consolation prize. And meanwhile, there's like some kid that doesn't have his puppy. <laughs> and, and Superman just gave him another puppy.
1: Oh, I don't remember that. I don't know what that's from.
2: Well, actually, actually, Superman came back and gave the kid the pictures.
1: Yeah, yeah here, here, here's He's a family confused. you don't know. Enjoy.
0: Even Superman makes mistakes sometimes. <laughs> this will replace your dog. Here's a picture of an old lady. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing I didn't like about this. There's one thing that really stuck in my craw and it's kind of stupid. But let's see. Superman, he's he's goes into a building and he you know it's it's on fire and he uses his super breath to put it out and like suck some of the some of the fire into himself and yeah. I could get out of here faster than the fire could chase us. But if I could fly too fast, but if I fly too fast, I could hurt them. Fire is fire. The fuck does that mean? Fire is fire. He says it like four <laughs> times.
2: Yeah, well, just like Ma, my dad
1: used to say, "Fire is fire." What? I think that I
2: think that was Ma Kent's uh, colloquial, uh, provincially saying. Yeah, it's well, it's just folksy. It's just folksy facts, JD. It
1: Doesn't make any sense. I've never air seen him.
0: Air. I've never seen him in in like inhale flames though. Why not? Doesn't he do that? And then then what does he do? Does he just spit out the flames? Is that what that big fireball is above the city? Yeah. Okay. That's him. That yeah, wasn't communicated He sucks communicated it, he sucks very it well.
1: in, and then everyone's looking up, and that's him releasing all of the fire into the atmosphere.
0: Yeah, that's kind of yeah. – I would like to have seen him blowing <laughs> fire out of her. his mouth. That would be a pretty awesome picture, I think.
1: I also really uh, like the sequence that, that um, Ivan Rice drew where Superman is back inside the building, and he's using his – microscopic vision i guess or no x-ray vision and his all they've done is they've turned his eyes blue and then they have shown just circles on the on the walls of where he's looking as opposed to usually they give you like oh, beams yeah. out of his eyes mm-hmm. yeah, and this, yeah. yeah i thought that was really cool looking
0: they give him gambit eyes basically yeah. uh-huh. um yeah, I like that. That that's a pretty cool. I didn't notice that the first time I read this, but um, that's really nice. Um, he's developing this kind of relationship with this firefighter lady who mm-hmm. checks out his ass as he flies away.
1: Melody Moore.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That won't turn into anything. I think. I think Superman's gonna leave you Lois. Don't, no, he doesn't.
1: <laughs> he's definitely gonna cheat on Lois. Yeah.
0: Definitely. <laughs> he's gonna leave
1: his his family and his child.
0: Super cheater. Yeah. It's going to leave John in the car. They had, to,
2: they had to have, have <laughs> Superman go after another chick. They had to create a new Superman and then kill him off and bring in the old Superman from another time and continuity and create an entire event for it. He's not going to just bang the fire chick. No, he's no. going to bang her. I think
1: All right. Her. Well, we'll see.
0: She's a female
1: firefighter. How cool is that? Pretty badass.
2: It is.
0: And she's really hot. What's Lois do? Type? <laughs> Type real well. <laughs> <laughs> it's much more like his job. They, 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 have, they are both basically putting their lives on the line every day.
1: That's why and I often... think he should be with Wonder Woman. I thought that was actually a good, a good choice. It was, yeah, it was
0: okay. But I mean, no one's gonna, no one likes the concept of Superman without Lois. Because they made a thing called Lois and Clark for God's sakes, and people the still TV knew show? it was a Superman yeah. movie.
2: It yeah. helped, it helps ground him with the absence of momma, Kent. <laughs> Him with Lois keeps him grounded in the human condition.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: I mean, this is interesting. That that the Bendis has really thrown himself into um, this whole world. And I, I like the just the kind of quiet bits, like when he's sitting at the table and he's got nothing typed on the typewriter, and then he just types really fast. He types the entire story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, what the know, hell?
2: what was that one scene where he's alone and there's, he's completely alone in the planet. Yeah. And then Perry white appears. And for some reason, Perry's got Perry's got an entire
0: stampede. Oh, because they were having a meeting people. They were having, were they having a meeting or I thought he just got in really early.
1: No, I don't think so. I think they were having their like morning meeting. Um, and so they're all (laughs) filing out of the, of the, of the room. Oh, wait, no, no. If you actually, if you look behind them, uh, you see a bunch of glowing arrows which makes it look like everyone's coming. You might be right. He's it's early morning and everyone's arriving for work. Um yeah. because it looks like they're <laughs> coming out of elevators.
2: Yeah. But all but all at once. All at
1: once. Char- yeah, that's a little bit. All dumb. at yeah. once in charging? I like mine's mine's yeah. better. They were in a meeting.
0: A <laughs> <laughs> meeting in the elevator. But, yeah, yeah. still <laughs> though, everybody's still going
2: everybody's still leaving that office and going the same direction charging towards they're, Clark. They're,
1: com- they're, they're coming out of the elevators. are just walking. It's like a harlem buffalo. All
0: right. Look, the lady's got her purse. One person's on their phone. Everybody has their jackets on. Yeah, the lady, one right. lady, that one lady has her stupid cape.
1: Oh, that's a sexy cape. Mm-hmm.
2: They all have uh, to wait in the elevators till exactly 8.30 or when Perry's ready to leave the elevators. They all have to wait there. That, all, also,
1: that also means that open, both elevators well, opened at the exact same time because yeah. not all hey, those people came out of one elevator.
0: You know, it's the hustle and bustle of the, you know, you used to see these montages of yeah. everybody's going to work, know, everybody filing into the elevator, and everybody filing out of the elevator.
2: better way to draw it is all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, I, I like John's growth growth spurt. Jonathan Kent's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cute. Uh, he's, he's already grown out of his super suit, so he's going to have to get a new one.
1: That's cute, cute. yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, what happens at the end here?
1: Uh, we don't know. Uh, <laughs> a, a giant white flash of yeah. light.
0: Okay. Just wondering.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love
2: the character moments of this. I don't give fucks about the story.
1: Oh, I don't care about Ranul Gall. Is that his name? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I, mean, I mean, we just met the guy
0: but yeah why is he so angry though (laughs) (laughs) can't he just reasonably talk to the guardians of the universe who are these other guys that he talks to i think one is like the wizard one is like a uh atlantean
1: yeah there's an atlantean in there there's a guardian
0: and i don't know what the other guys are
1: fucking ice man
0: there's a guy with yeah there's an ice guy and then there's a guy with sunglasses
1: there's a male Mira.
0: with the guy um, the one guy with the sunglasses though I bet you he's from Kalu oh
1: yeah 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 you might be right actually yeah
0: Black Lightning (laughs) yeah that's probably a Kalu guy the other guy looks like I don't know Wolverine he looks like Batman he's Uh, Batman he's Dark Metal Batman oh god
1: I like this a lot I really enjoyed it I put it down and I was very happy
0: there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot to digest in this issue, and it's you don't get that often uh, in comics. But he pops around and does a lot with 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 all this stuff. So that's
1: yeah. It that's definitely good to... feels like he's doing the work.
0: Yeah. yeah. Again,
2: all all the character moments, all the all the mini beats are great. This overarching story, though, is bleh. yeah.
1: I'll tell you what, though, I think honestly, it's those little beats that make me love comic books. I don't, oh, even, yeah. I don't always yeah, like the big true. overarching stories, but as long as you're giving me interesting and engaging interpersonal relationships between the characters, that's really what I'm here for. Because I know sure. I know, whatever it I is, he's going to punch this guy and then he'll win and then, you know, moving on.
2: Yep. I, I want both. And, you know, I think of like a Brian K. Vaughn who does that the best, where he, he again, you know, Saga, uh, Ex Machina, he, he gives really good, interesting, overarching narratives mm-hmm. rife with these character moments. I want both. I'm greedy, I
1: guess. Oh, yeah. I get it. Um,
0: I don't I, – I, for some reason, this standee of Lois annoys me. what? <laughs> <lot? laughs> like he's sitting there in this big splash page, and Lois – there's like a window of Lois just standing there vindictively, kind of like standing there in, in, over Clark's shoulder looking at him. And if I was, if I saw that, I would turn it the other way. Be like, God, do I got to be here at work too? Wouldn't you? Would you want a picture of your girlfriend or your wife, like right there beside you? Honestly, no. If they're there, just just blink. there there next to you guys while you're podcasting <laughs> <laughs> just clear, your throat. They're clear not, your throat once
2: we're not married to weeping angels for fuck's sake
0: <laughs> no i'm just we saying i'm just saying I don't, I don't i don't want to get you guys in trouble <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, no, don't,
1: no. Yeah, as soon as i turn my back on her she's upon me <laughs> yeah.
2: don't blink um
1: yeah no i, yeah, made me I, snort. My,
2: I always look at my parents because my parents worked together for 35 years and uh, they didn't fucking acknowledge each other at all during the day. They were in two different groups and departments, and thank God, because,
0: yeah, yeah no, that's yeah, that's any, just the recipe for disaster. You're right. Any relationship I've had uh, with somebody I work with never, never works out well, but that's just me. That's that's it. That's why I'm single. <laughs> You're right. That is just you.
1: If anyone that's out there me. is uh is single, feel free to email us at coldpopgo at gmail.com care of yeah. Mark yeah. underscore L underscore Miller. We're gonna set him up.
0: Yeah. Oh, we should do the picking no, game. Oh my no, god! No. Yes. Nope. Yeah. No God. No. no yeah. Please no. <laughs>
1: we're, we're gonna do. We're gonna do a, a big contest a where you could win a date with Mark <laughs> L underscore L underscore Miller.
0: It's like this. A lo- date with this lovely Hamilton, except so much more disappointing.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this lovely bachelorette loves to send shirtless selfies.
0: Oh God, yes! Just
1: be- <laughs> Christopher Goodnight's gonna win. <laughs> Christopher Goodnight
0: is the only one that's gonna enter, and that's gonna make me even more depressed than I really
1: am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. You can email us at the aforementioned uh, email address. You can tweet at us at JD's Hero Complex. What? Oh, you can go to com and leave a voicemail by p- clicking on the bright red banner on the right of the site. You can uh, tweet at Mark at.
0: Mark underscore L underscore Miller. You can and you can check me out at ML Miller writes where I write reviews of horror movies. And I post this podcast and a horror. couple of others. Yeah. And then mm. Rob. Just Google Rob Patey and write me. However you find me.
1: All right, guys. I might.
0: I might read it. And those curious about Grave Transfers, it's uh, the last issue is going to be coming out in about, uh, I believe, three weeks. Buy it. Cool. Fingers crossed.
1: Yeah. Good job. All right, guys. Thanks so much, and we will talk at you later. Toodles. Toodles. Thanks so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows, including the Cannibal Horror cast, where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky! And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanny PA. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Uh-huh.